Hello everybody, welcome yet to another episode of Sexploit Papushka. I'm your host Papushka Baby. Um leo niko mgonjwa kiasi sauti yangu itakuwa host kiasi lakini the show must go on. So today I have a big person in the country where I, I, I don't even want to say much because at I introduce me here. Alex, welcome to Sexploit Papushka. You are uh, in, you're informed in matters sex and sexuality naizi vitu zote. It has taken us a while kufika podcast leo lakini tumefika. Would you introduce Hey, hello guys. Thank you so much Papushka. My name is Alex Mario. The famous Alex Mario on Facebook and Gitoj on Instagram. You can follow me. Yeah, yeah thank you for do? having me here today. Alex, what do you do? Oh, I do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But uh, in a nutshell, I can say I'm an activist. I advocate for the rights of the LGBT people. Mm-hmm. I also do a lot of sensations to the LGBT persons so that they can be able to understand their rights. They can be able to know how to handle themselves. Yeah, and that's it. Okay. Yes. So Alex, today we are discussing HIV and AIDS and dating and, and um, generally everything about dating with HIV and AIDS. Mm-hmm. And my first question to you is, what do you think are some of the misconceptions around AIDS in that, that people don't know, probably? Oh, there are a lot of misconceptions. First of all, uh, we can say that gay people don't understand what HIV is. Most of them think that if I have sex with you and I'm HIV positive, I cannot be able to get HIV. Mm-hmm. That is a, a very big misconception mm-hmm. that we need to sensitize people and get people informed about it. Any other things? Another misconception? Yes. Yeah, that, that is the major one. Mm, that's the major one. Yeah, why do you think that. People, people think this, that, that anal sex does not you know, lead to transfer of AIDS? Wow, 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 wow. I don't know where people got that misconception, but mm. people just believe that if I have anal sex with someone who is HIV, I cannot be able to get it. Apparently, it is a very uh, wrong misconception because, first of all, you need to understand that gay people are the most at risk population. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have the greatest risk of acquiring HIV. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, you need one, whatever, where ah, that came from. Oh, yes. Like. There's also the conversation around, you know, HIV and AIDS being high amongst the queer community. What do you think leads to this? Why, why, why do you have high rates of HIV among the queer community, especially gay men as opposed to um, lesbian and queer? Wow, that is a good one. We are very promiscuous. I cannot have one partner. Gay people, we love exploring. We love different tests of men. I see you today, I like you. I see another one, I like them. We are very promiscuous. So gay men, we are very polygamous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why so? Why, why, why is it that around the, the gay community? Oh, I can say it just lasts. Because I just want to have sex with you and go. Mm-hmm. I see another person, oh, he, he looks nice, he's hot, he has a nice body, he has a nice chest. Oh, I figure out, oh, he has a nice ass, he has a nice dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? I want to explore. There's also now, before we delve further into HIV and AIDS, there's a conversation, and I, I think this is something that is coming up now, of, of people who are not comfortable using condoms uh, as a way of prevention. They, they like raw sex. So mm-hmm. one, there's the misconception around raw sex is better than, you know, sex with, uh, <laughs> with protection. What do you think around uh, about this? <laughs> of course, raw sex is better, but it's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's true. The raw sex is better. It is better, and <laughs> it is so dangerous. Yeah, I don't know why people love having raw sex. I don't understand, but it's the saddest truth. So now, when you come into now dating while a partner is HIV and po- HIV positive, how does this work, basically? How, how would one date a positive partner? Mm, it is so hard to date a positive partner because people rarely open up. Yeah. Yeah, I might be positive myself. I'm taking care of myself. 
and I will never tell my partner. Mm-hmm. I will always be taking care of myself mm-hmm. and I don't take care of him, which mm-hmm. is so sad because if you're dating someone, it is better for them to know your HIV status. But on the other side, if you open up, eh, you end up being left. Yes. Yeah, so it's so hard to open up while dating. It's so hard. Yeah, because the question is, when is the right time to open up? Because time Najuana, you're like Mekatiana, maybe. And then the you know things get serious. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so when actually is the right time to open up? If you're positive and you're getting to know someone, when should you? Because well, the well, challenge also mm-hmm. is, if you open up before, for yeah. example, if you're talking on a social media platform, Tinder, Badu, whatever, mm-hmm. um, first of all, they know information about you, mm-hmm. and they may use it against you because they may end up telling other people and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. when is the right time to open up if, if you're positive and you're... When you're ready. <laughs> when you're ready is the right time. Mm-hmm. But when you want to date someone, mm-hmm. I think it is better you tell them at first, uh, beforehand. So that if someone wants to continue dating you, to uh, want to talk to you, they already know about you. So if I want to date someone, it is very important to tell them before anything serious happens, mm-hmm. of which rarely happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll find most of the times we have started dating, we have everything else, and then uh, my partner finds out on their own, mm-hmm. and it brings a lot of problems. So okay, for example, if I told my partner and you know they're okay, how 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 does you know sex work, mm-hmm. especially for let's start from a heterosexual perspective? Can they make babies? You know, mm-hmm. with a positive partner, how will that work out? Will mm-hmm. the baby be positive? Mm-hmm. Assuming in this case, it's for example, the man who is positive and the woman is negative. How does sex work? How do you prevent like the woman from being infected in such situations? Oh, oh okay. So first of all, if someone is HIV, uh, you need to make sure that you are undetectable. Mm-hmm. When you are undetectable, means that you, your viral loads are so low that when you have sex with someone who is HIV negative, you cannot be able to uh, infect them with HIV. That is one thing that people need to understand. Mm-hmm. You need to be undetectable. You is equal to you. Mm-hmm. Undetectable and transmittable. Yeah, so you make sure that you are undetectable. And then if you want to make babies, first of all, you have to go to the clinics. You'll be taken through the process uh, of, on how you will be able to prevent the baby from getting HIV. Mm-hmm. You'll go through the pregnancy to the full term. Uh, you'll deliver a baby with HIV negative. Uh, and you have two, push, uh, two options. The first option is the mother will have to breastfeed the baby for six months continuously without feeding the baby anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then after the six months, that is when you can now introduce the baby to other meals. So these six months, the baby can, they will not contract the, the virus? Yeah, they will not. But you have to exclusively breastfeed the baby. Mm-hmm. Not any other meal, no water, no nothing. Why, is that? Why, is that? Why do people do that? Why are they advised to do that? Yeah, because, what can I say about that? Um, I can't. The I can't. Milk is more nutritious, so you, you. I don't know. I cannot talk more about the heterosexual people because mm. I am not one. Yeah. <laughs> but I understand that is what happens. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so in a queer perspective, we talked about being undetectable. What yes. makes one undetectable? How do you get to the, the process if you're positive or being undetectable? Mm, first of all, when you are, when you you get the news or you go testing and you are found that to, to be HIV positive, you, the first thing is to in, get introduced to. Uh, the drugs and uh, right now it happens like the, the moment you get tested and you you have HIV you get introduced to the drugs immediately and like previously where they used to test your what was it called I can't remember but mm. uh, they used to wait for your what is the word the CD4 count yeah exactly mm. they used to test for the CD4 count and if you were a thousand and above mm. you will not be introduced to HIV yes. unless they were yes. below uh, 300 yes. but at the moment you start your medication immediately okay yeah and when you take your medication immediately continuously for six months after the six months and when you go testing you should be undetectable mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So it takes six months to, you know. Exactly. What what are the what happens if you miss drugs a couple of times here and there? How, what how what how, what's the effect on you know one's state of the undetectability? And how long does it take for you to go from undetectable back to what leads to you going back down? Um, you need to take your medication continuously because if you do not take your, you keep on skipping your medication, mm-hmm. uh, the result will be you'll 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 have to the your body will resist mm-hmm. the medication and it may not it may not work. Mm-hmm. So if you are on first line, uh, the medication will fail and you'll have to go back. You'll have to go to the second line. Mm-hmm. And when the second line fails, that is the end of it because you don't have a third line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we only have a first line and a second line. Please ex- help me understand this first and second line. What do they mean? Um, the the, fa- the first line medication, uh, it's a medication that you only take one drug daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you take it daily uh, until you get undetectable, mm-hmm. which you continue taking the one drug. But now when it fails, you will get introduced to the second line, mm-hmm. of which, which this one you will have to take two medication. Mm-hmm. You have to take one in the morning and another one in the evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the first line is one uh, one drug, the second one is there are two drugs. Can you go back from second line to first line? No, you cannot. Once you go, once you go from first line, you go to the second line. That's it. There's no going back to the first line. Okay. Yeah. Now, can you talk about prep and pep and, and some of you know how they affect you know a person's sexual life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, when you talk about prep, prep is a medication that is given to HIV negative persons. Mm-hmm. You take this drug uh, until your behavior changes. Like if you know you're at risk. And you have many multiple sexual partners. You'll have to be introduced to prep, so that this drug prevents you from getting HIV. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, uh, prep is an HIV drug. It's a, it's an ARV, mm-hmm. but now it prevents you from acquiring HIV. HIV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you know you have many partners and you you like having raw sex, you'll have to be initiated into prep, of which it goes hand in hand with with condoms. Mm-hmm. But you'll find in most cases sometimes people use prep, they 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 end up seroconversion. Mm-hmm. Like they end up being positive mm-hmm. because now you have many sexual partners and you have enjoyed sex because you're not prep. Yeah, but at the end of it, it will not work. So you also need to combine the prep and the. Condom. So it's just a caution, i.e., the condom bursts. It's not like a hundred percent safety that if you use prep and have no sex, you'll not contract it at all. Yeah, it's not hundred percent, but it works. Okay. But you need to combine the prep and condom. What about now, pep? Yeah, now PEP is a medication which is given to a person if you have been exposed. Mm-hmm. Like I've had sex with you today, you don't have my, you don't know my HIV status, and then uh, you don't need to test with me. Maybe I suspect you having HIV, mm-hmm. so I'll have to go to a health facility, and uh, this has to be done uh, within 72 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this medication you take it for 28 days. Mm-hmm. After the 28 days, you go test, uh, and if you are exposed, it will prevent you from getting HIV. Yes. So, what about accessibility? You know, some people don't know where to get these services from. They don't know how to access, you know, HIV testing, especially in the queer space. How mm-hmm. how can they know where to go to get what? Oh, these medications are available everywhere in health facilities, in pharmacies, in dices. This is are the centers where they are designed for key populations. These are the female sex workers and the men who have sex with men. Mm-hmm. They're just many clinics where you go access uh, drugs without stigma discrimination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the drugs are accessible anywhere. Okay. You can even go to a government facility and you'll get the drugs. So if I want to, wanted to know a dice, how would you know, a queer person listening to this and they wanted to know where they could go? Is there like a website? How would they know a safe space for them to do, you know, go test and get all these things? 
Uh, in most cases, we, 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 we work with peer educators. Peer educators are the persons who have, we have identified in the communities. These are people who know queer people, mm -hmm. and they are people who are responsible in giving the queer people health education. They know where to refer these people to for services. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so in most cases, we work with the peer educators, and it is through referrals. Yeah, so okay. if someone wants um, education or something, they'll contact Alex or they contact a peer educator and then they'll be able to be referred to where they can access services. So there's also been this conversation lately and stuff like that. Legally, what are the what happens legally to people who transmit HIV and AIDS knowingly? They know they're not on drugs and they say, no, what's your peke? I want to spread this to many people. Uh, what are the legal options around that? If somebody did that to me, what happens next? Uh, that is a crime, and you can be jailed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it is not acceptable to uh, accept. Uh, it is not good to go infecting people. Mm -hmm. But of which infecting people peer is still hard, mm -hmm. because just because I'm HIV positive, I'm having sex with people, does not mean that I can transmit HIV. Mm -hmm. Getting HIV is not as easy as people think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because uh, there is a lot of things which are involved. Because uh, maybe. Uh, my semen will have to come into contact with your blood, you know, it's all so about body fluids. So is it possible fluids. to have sex with a HIV positive person not contracting one thing? Yeah, it's very possible. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's not guaranteed that just because I had sex with you and I'm positive yeah. that I've infected you. So now when you're coming back into the queer space, which is one of your specialties, how do you bring these conversations to your partners? Because mm -hmm. sometimes you find whenever you propose this, either pro sometimes propose a condom, your partner is like, okay, don't you trust me? Is it an issue of trust? Or you say, let's go get tested and your partner feels... Um, do we need to? Why are we getting tested? How do, would you ask people to, you know, start this conversation on, you know, HIV testing? Mm -hmm. Okay, the first thing that we tell our beneficiaries is that everyone is HIV positive, unless proven otherwise. Mm -hmm. You will not look at Alex and just because I have a good body, I have a big chest, and you say, oh, Alex is HIV negative. Mm -hmm. Just look at that. You look at me and maybe I'm positive. Mm -hmm. You never know. So we tell people everyone is HIV positive until proven otherwise. Mm -hmm. And the only way to be proven otherwise is through testing. Mm -hmm. But people do not, do not want to test. And again, testing is a personal choice. Because I, you, you will not force me to have to, to go test with you. Mm -hmm. It's either I go test alone and you test alone. So it's always good to always use protection because you will never know it's safe and who is not. Yeah, I, I so, like what you've said, Alex. Mm -hmm. Around everyone is positive unless otherwise. You yeah, know, that, exactly. That, that, it's not the reverse that oh, and I come condemn conde and I can't You, yeah, you have to it. make the assumption everyone is positive unless otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Are, are there ways of testing at home, or you know, ways of like, instead of going to the clinic? Like, what are the avenues of testing? Yeah. So we have the self-test kits which you can use at home with your partner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I don't like it myself. Because it is very sensitive and it will detect even the slightest flu. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and sometimes I, a while back I had the, the, the test kit with my friend mm -hmm. and he's so HIV positive mm -hmm. and his viral load is so high and he tested and the test came out negative. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it can lie to you. Yeah, so you should never rely on the uh, home test kit. It's better to go to the clinic, uh, your blood sample is taken and you test there and then that is the only way to get the results right. Okay. Yeah. Um, what are the ways of prevention? You've talked about condoms and PrEP. Are there any other, you know, ways in between of, you know, prevention? We can talk of abstaining, but <laughs> <laughs> it is not sustainable because we all know we love sex, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it's either you're using a condom or a condom and PrEP. But I will advise people to use condoms because uh, people have a lot of misconceptions about the PrEP. Mm -hmm. People usually say, oh, you know, if I use PrEP, oh, I'll have a kidney failure or liver failure, or I'll have a liver cirrhosis. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so so many misconceptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's better to use condom. Condom is a better option. Okay, can someone be allergic to condoms? Because there's also that conversation people say, oh, me condom inafanya nisimbao. Yeah, I'm allergic to latex. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Medically, has it been proven that people can be allergic to condoms? And what in condoms is an allergen? <laughs> what would make someone allergic to condoms? Uh, it just, just People just don't want to, uh, to use condoms because people keep on saying, oh, if I use a condom, oh, I'll not get hard. Mm. Or, or you'll find sometimes your partner is so hard and mm. the moment they put on a condom, True. their dick fails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in such scenarios, we'll advise uh, the bottoms. The bottoms are the the persons who receive. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can also use the female condoms, which is so okay to use. Okay, female condoms for bottoms. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that way, the top will not have to use a condom because the bottom will already have the condom on. Okay. Um. So there's also this conversation, Alex, around um withdrawing. Does withdrawing help prevent HIV? <laughs> That's the biggest lie. <laughs> <laughs> like we have said, mm-hmm. uh, people contract HIV through uh, the body fluids, such as uh, pre-cams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, even to Kishanza could make out, mm-hmm. see, already I have pre-cam and you have pre-cam, our body fluids will already have mixed. So even if you start fucking and withdraw, mm-hmm. it's not about the same, it's just about the, uh, the pre-cams. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Alex, I want to change this conversation a bit from HIV and AIDS to, you know, being you know, an empowered person in the queer space, around mm-hmm. role identity. There are mm-hmm. a lot of queer people probably who do not understand themselves sexually. Mm-hmm. How do you get to the point of knowing what you're comfortable doing in bed, what you like doing? Because sometimes there's a conflict. Someone could be feminine presenting and they feel they want to bottom but they don't enjoy bottoming. Or mm-hmm. someone is so masculine but they feel like they want to bottom. So check us through, you know, if someone is listening and they're confused, because there could be some of the listeners who are just there. Some of them have never had penetrative sex. Mm-hmm. They don't know how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, let's start with identity first. How how important is role identity, and how do you get there if you're mm-hmm. a queer who does not know anything about queer sex? Oh, okay. First of all, you need to know what works for you, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, knowing what works for you is only through sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have sex and you say, oh, okay, bottoming does not work for me. Okay, or I have sex and oh, okay, I'm not a good top, mm-hmm. so I want to be bottom. So it all depends with preference mm-hmm. yeah and uh, people like judging people people will uh, see feminine gays out there and they say ah these are just bottoms mm-hmm. you cannot tell the role of a person through mm-hmm. the way they look yeah. outside mm-hmm. yeah and the only way to find uh, the role of a person is through asking them yeah so you should not see a muscular guy and you assume oh he's he can make a good top or oh, he can do what but we have already known that a lot of masculine presenting guys mm-hmm. like bottoming Mm-hmm. And a lot of feminine-looking guys <laughs> like topping. Mm-hmm. So roles need just uh, about asking your partner and what works for them. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and I think that's where most people actually contract AIDS because you know unapata msiana jaribu hajui how it works. Someone is fresh from school, they've gone to campus, they've tried bottoming for the first time, they don't know how to you know safety precautions and all that. How do you advise someone having gay you know gay sex for the first time to you know what are the do's and the don'ts? How do they prepare for this experience regardless of the role? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so preparing is a, by identifying, uh, first of all, you need to know yourself. Okay, mm-hmm. I am a gay person. Uh, you need to accept that you are gay or you are LGBT community. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing that you need to know. The second thing you, uh, you need to understand is, uh, even before you have sex, you will already have known what role you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, maybe I feel like I want to bottom. Maybe I feel like I want to be the one who is stopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you need to question yourself and know 
if I'm going to have sex for the first time, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if I'm going to bottom, you also need to know how to prepare for uh, yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we also need to talk about this with the person that we're going to have uh, sex with. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going to have protection? Are we going to test first before we have... You know, you, you, you need to have all this conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you should not put yourself at risk. Because uh, we have already known that uh, we are the most at risk people. A lot of gay people have contracted HIV because they did not have knowledge, exactly. they did not have information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why we are having a lot of conversations online. We have a lot of uh, health education where we are telling people about safe sex, about uh, the LGBT rights. Yeah, so it's all about communication and knowing what you want. Yeah, and talking to your partner about okay. safe sex. You know, sometimes when you're teaching people how to use condoms, people assume or feel like, do I need to know? It's just pulling it out and putting it in my dick. <laughs> what are some of the mistakes people make when they're having safe sex with condoms, especially mm-hmm. in the queer space? Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, people never uh, look at the expiry date of a condom. <laughs> eh? I will also admit to that. <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty never. too. <laughs> <laughs> we never look at it. Okay. And then the, uh, the second mistake people do is opening the condom. Yeah, you send a lot of people trying to open the the condom through uh, by tearing with their mouth. Mm. Yeah, and people do not know that the condom has two uh, two sides. There's the rough part and the the the, 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 smooth, the smooth part. part yeah. So you're supposed to open the condom through there, but even before you open the condom, you need to check the pressure, and mm-hmm. you, uh, that is the only way to find out if the condom is okay or not. So the first thing you need to do is check the expiry date of the condom, yes. and then you check the pressure. How do you check find, the pressure? Uh, I I I think I have a condom here. We can. But it's a podcast. <laughs> yes, I want to show you, but... Show me as you describe. Where is your condom? <laughs> right there, the drawer. Ah, Alex, <laughs> no, the first it, one. <laughs> why is it so accessible? Yeah, but you need to have condoms uh, uh, readily available. Okay. All the time. <laughs> I have not seen... Yeah, any. so the first thing you need to check on the, on the, on the expiry date of the condom. Where? people these are <laughs> exactly so this flavored is, chocolate exactly condom. so this is the condom here mm. uh-huh. and the, the first thing you check at the expiry date yes when you already found out now you do you do like this and you see so what uh, alex is doing because we can't see it so yes. just pressing the condom from one side to the other to ensure that there is air inside the condom exactly and if then there's it, no air what does that mean uh, it, 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 it means either the the, the packet yes. has been punched or exactly. something and it's not safe for you exactly so, so you can't use it Please be, be be feeling the air in the condom before. Yes, and then now there's the rough, the rough part. Yeah, yeah. And then you, and then there's the the soft so, part. Now, if you, I'm trying to open this condom through this part, it will not tear. Mm-hmm. It will not go through. But if I try to do it through this side, it will be just easily like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then you take the condom out, and then you hold the tip, and then it will just slide vizuri. Mm. But most of the times you'll find that. Uh, the condom is not going in smoothly, mm. so that means we cut the wrong, the wrong side, yes, and it exactly. will not. But you are still trying to push it, mm-hmm. to push it, push it. But now, if you do like that and you see mm. it's not going, you know, oh okay, you may have a so you change it to the right, the right way, and you'll find that it will just slide through the dick okay. smoothly. I want, I want to correct something, Alex. I think um, when you notice that you've done the wrong side of the condom. I think the safest thing to do is to put it out and use another one. Yeah, but people don't do that. People don't do that. And again, you know, this process is so long. Sometimes you're horny, you're in the heat of the moment. Yes. I think you can do all this before, especially checking the expiry date mm-hmm. and, you know, um, the pressure as well. Yes. And make it accessible. You know, some people, you know, you're having a hookup. Condoms, you go, put it in your pillow somewhere. Yeah, so have it all ready. See, yeah. Lazimu wants to talk for bed and then go searching for the condom. At the loose side. Exactly, you just need to have it. Hapo na hapo. 
Yes. Another, another thing people do is assuming the other partner has condoms. I think the safest thing to do is always carry a condom. Whether you're a man or a woman, if you're gay or straight or queer, just mm-hmm. always carry one. Yeah, know? exactly. But mm-hmm. the bottoms assume that uh, because I'm going somewhere to bottom, the mm-hmm. top should have the condom. Yeah, and the, the top fear assume, oh, okay, so yes. the bottom is coming to receive, they should carry their own protection. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think to be safe, look look after yourself. Carry, exactly. You know, and mm-hmm. something you're comfortable around. Is it ribbed? Is it... Uh, th- does the type of condom affect the sex? The ribbed? The, there are so many. You know. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But people usually love the flavored condom, mm-hmm. the lafiders. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I think the bottom say that they give them more pleasure. Really? Yeah, okay. but a condom is just a condom. Mm-hmm. Yes. It just does the same work. Exactly. So, so I think it's very important. You're looking at some of the mistakes. Honestly, I don't even know the last time I checked the expiry date. Where? <laughs> I know most of us are guilty on this. Exactly. I don't even know the last time I, pr- I pre- pressed, you know, a condom to see if mm-hmm. the pressure is okay. So I think it's important to have this knowledge amongst us so that we, you know, we practice safe sex. Mm-hmm. The conversation around condoms is also important, as you said, like, you know, First of all, are we having it protected? Yes. And if not, why? Mm-hmm. And if not, what are the other measures that you're doing? Are you on prep? Because mm-hmm. there's also this lie. People say that I'm on prep, I'm on prep, I'm safe, I'm safe. I repeat what Alex said. Everyone is positive until proven otherwise. So, oh, I'm on prep. Oh, I don't like condoms. Oh, what not, not. Confirm. <laughs> you also notice that a lot of people are on grinder. Everyone is HIV. Negative. <laughs> negative. I'm on prep, I'm on prep. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it means I'm on, I'm, I'm on medication. I'm, I'm HIV positive on medication. Mm-hmm. But people don't want to put it that because at all, if I, if I say I'm HIV positive, I will not get hookups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so squeeze it may notice. Uh, if you find people are medical on prep, on prep, on prep, mm-hmm. some of them are not on prep. Some Very of them are on sure. ARVs. You can't trust what someone says. You can only trust <laughs> exactly, what you see. Exactly, you know, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you also, you, you, you keep on finding people asking you, oh, I'm on prep. Are you not on prep? Uh, not everyone is ready for prep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I may not be committed to taking the, the pill daily. Because like we say, uh, when you take uh, the prep, it's just like someone who is HIV positive. You will take this pill daily, daily, daily until your behavior changes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we forgot to, uh, in the final part of this conversation, I want us to discuss, sometimes you're both negative when you're getting into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And how do you now protect, because sometimes you feel too comfortable with your partner and you stop using protection. Mm-hmm. What would you advise for people in relationships and they tested their negative, but they could be having doubts because you can't trust human beings. You know, people you cheat, not. people you know, sleep sometimes. Mm-hmm. So how do you ensure your protection while in a relationship with a negative partner? Wow, wow, wow. Okay. So we will encourage people to enroll on PrEP mm-hmm. and also continue using protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because as we all know, and as I said, we are all polygamous. Mm-hmm. I'm in a relationship with you. Uh, that is an official relationship that I have. Yes. But I have so many side boys. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. because I have a relationship does not mean I'm not cheating. But yeah, I'm not true. having other side boys. There's also this stereotype that whoever carries the condom is a whore. I, I've personally <laughs> been victimized for carrying a condom. Well, like, why are you carrying a condom? No, like, you also need to be ready all the time. Exactly. You can get hooked up place your hotel. So <laughs> you need to be ready. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it, it doesn't mean that using a condom in a relationship I'm not trusting. You're just being safe with each yeah, other. Just, this yeah, is exactly. my life at the same time. Yeah. Regardless of whether you're dating or not, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you, I, I think the most important part of this conversation, Alex, today is t- safety starts with you. Exactly. It's your responsibility to take care of yourself and how you yes. do that is up to you. Whether you want to do prep, prep. And is it advisable to have this on store? Like, for example, if I'm not sexually active, but I have prep, I have prep, just in case I, I may have a one night stand when I'm drunk, when I'm high, I can start the prep. Is that advisable? It is not advisable at all. Why because not? Be, before you get initiated into prep, mm-hmm. you need to be tested. 
and for you to be given PrEP, you need to be HIV negative. Mm -hmm. You might be having them in the house and maybe you already contracted HIV mm -hmm. and you're not sure and you're just taking PrEP and it will not be working. So you need to visit a, a health facility for you to be tested and for you to be eligible for PrEP. Yeah, and you can also have a PEP, uh, but again, PR is not available because you need to go to the clinic mm -hmm. and you need to be settled on it and then you take it for 28 days and then you go back and get tested. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's not advisable to uh, having these drugs uh, in the house. So what I'm getting from you, if I feel I'm going to be, you know, promiscuous over December or something around that, mm -hmm. I need to, you know, prepare. For example, I can prepare by having prep going to a clinic and say, you know, I'm going to the village in December. I think one or two things may happen, let me prepare. Mm -hmm. Or alternatively, mm -hmm. if... I had sex that I'm on shop and please trust your instincts. That's the biggest. You might have slept with someone and you're still confused because it takes 72 hours for you yes, to take pain. Yes. The moment you feel insecure, whether mm -hmm. you're the person is positive or not, mm -hmm. it's important for you to seek, you know, medication. Because some people take yeah. too long to think. <laughs> and nobody will tell you the truth. After all sex, you're like, they wanna safe. <laughs> Don't rely on people's words. Exactly. If you raw sex and you yeah. doubt this person because you don't know them long enough, mm -hmm. go for PEP. Go to a clinic, explain yourself, you'll be tested, and you know, just take care of yourself. Yeah, or option B, you can take this person to a clinic if they accept to go tested with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if someone accepts to go get tested with you and they turn out negative, uh, you will have no reason to take the medication. But a lot of times, people will not accept. And maybe it was a right stand. Uh, this person left very early. Mm. They will tell you, oh, I am busy. I can't yeah, go back to the clinic. But when you mini, I am okay. Mm. Yeah. But so if that happens, you just need to take the risk. Just take the medication. Can semen be used to test uh, HIV positivity? What? Semen. Like you take, you carry a condom that was <laughs> <laughs> Can that work? It cannot work. <laughs> just yeah. go with them or take care of yourself. Exactly. Test yourself, do prayer for Exactly. Okay. It is not semen that is tested, it is the blood that is tested. Mm -hmm. But semen transfers. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so now what, what would be your parting shot around this whole conversation, Alex? You've talked about role identity, you've talked about mm -hmm. HIV and AIDS and staying safe. What mm -hmm. would you say, tell someone listening to this podcast today as a take-home? Yeah, we should. I, I should say that we all need to take care of yourself. If I'm HIV negative, I should make sure that I remain HIV negative. If I'm HIV positive, I should make sure that I'm undetectable. I have that to my medication and I protect my partner. And you should also learn to open up to your partner. If I'm HIV positive, I should open up. Yeah, so let's condomize, mm -hmm. let's prep, and let's take care of ourselves. Condomize, prep, and take care of yourself. Yes. There's nothing more I can add from that. Alex, mm -hmm. if someone is listening and, for example, they're interested in getting to know you further, you can just tell us your socials again. Yeah, I started by saying my name on uh, Facebook is Alex Mario, A-L-E-C-K-S, mm -hmm. and then Mario. And you can also get me uh, on Instagram as Gitosh, G-I-T-O-S-S-H. And we'll continue with this conversation more and more and more. And we'll, we can link up, we can hook up. You never know how it might lead. <laughs> Emphasis on the hookup. <laughs> yes, and I love them muscular. Oh, okay. No comment. <laughs> I am not commenting on that. Yes. Come on, Penda. Alex Mimskia. I, I don't want but condomize. Even yes. with Alex, condomize. Exactly. I, in fact, before I go out, I, I think there's also this misconception that because mm -hmm. someone is empowered, mm -hmm. how is you kombukiza? Like, you know, someone is saying, oh, Alex knows about all this. Nini, nini. Mm -hmm. Everyone is positive. Until proven otherwise. Exactly. Condomize. We are all HIV positive mm -hmm. until mm -hmm. proven otherwise. Thank you very much, Alex. It was a pleasure having you on the show. I hope you'll come back again and talk about greater things. Today. But of course. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you. Have a, ha, thank you for listening too. Till next time. This is Isaac Papushka Baby and Alex Mario. Yeah, adios. Have a great day. Okay. Bye. Mwah. Wish. Okay. <laughs>